It's time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, is Frankie Vegas. Hey. And we are here to take you back, back to one of the greatest decades ever. Today, it is our second installment of what your damage and let me tell you if you heard in the john lennon episode that we did a few weeks ago frankie vegas has a man crush on our guest today and he doesn't know it because the episode hasn't come out we're recording (laughs) (laughs) pre-free he is Super excited, and we have to keep the camera waist high because our guest today is just Logan. Yeah, just just Logan. Oh man, yeah. See, now I'm even more excited to hear that episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's all true. It's all true. It's I always keep the camera above my waist, anyways, because I do these pantsless. So <laughs> listen, I won't let him do pantsless in the studio. And we did it. I let him one time and it just got awkward. And so, uh, yeah, That's Logan, fair. welcome to golden eighties podcast, man. Glad yeah. you could make yeah, it with thank us. Thank you. I'm stoked to be honest. Another one under the belt. That's one right. Ones I listen to all the time. So it's always fun to come in and get a talk and everything. Well, I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about today. I don't either. This is the, you know, this is we're our talk and quote unquote chiller filler episode <laughs> it won't be a problem i mean like i we none of us have a problem talking so it's, it's not going to be an issue we'll find something uh, we'll, to talk about oh yeah we'll figure it out that's what we did last time it's I, true I, it's I, true I, mean, I hail from a podcast where you know people write reviews like these motherfuckers never stop talking <laughs> get to the spooky yeah. did you uh did you see that i addressed that on uh, I did. the united states I heard paranormal that, yeah i heard that today and you my sir handled that so much more majestically than i would <laughs> man you know fuck it. it it's one of those things that uh that, you know and we talked about it when the actual review came out about how um you know most people who like the show don't actually do a lot of reviews you know they just listen to the show enjoy it we might get an email from from different members of the of the audience but usually the ones that write the reviews don't listen to the show very often they just jump behind their keyboard and fucking type a bunch of shit out oh, and, yeah. and it's like uh eh, you know it is what it is fuck it i i don't take reviews seriously because there are places you know like i when i go to vegas and i'd always like check out different places and i would check out what the reviews were like for example at luxor there is the buffet they're called more the buffet and most people if you go and look at reviews they hate the place yeah worst place on the face of the planet i love it i think it's great right so i can't really go by reviews because the only people that review are the ones that don't like it, I think. It's Once true. in a while, you'll get a positive. It's but most true. of the time, it's assholes yeah. that just... Well, they the, the reviews give a, give a place for people to vent and, you know, throw a bitch fit. And I think that's what that basically boils down to. And that's why we did Golden Image, because we wanted to have a place for positive reviews that you know, we could just lay it all out. This is what we like. This is what we didn't like, you know, 
now go make your own assumption to what you what you like and uh i was uh actually driving through one of the first episodes we ever did was about yolanda's and i don't think yolanda's is there anymore yeah i think it's gone yeah i don't uh, think it is either i don't know man it's it's like i said it's always the chuckle fucks that pop in for all of five minutes and make a whole assumption on something that's been around for forever and then fuck right off right i mean yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it to me, it's weird that, you know, out of all the platforms we're on, there's all of like one that you can actually leave a written review on and it's Apple. Yeah. You know, so like, I honestly, it's nice when we've got a ton of nice reviews. On we Apple, have. Yeah. And there's some really amazing ones. But I mean, like, I'm almost to the point to where, like, I kind of like the ones to, to where, like, if they all aren't going to do it, they all shouldn't do it. Right. You know, you see it's- a one you see a one star and it just kind of schleps off your back but you see somebody like personally hop on your dick <laughs> and you're like and you and you can't say nothing back or nothing well that is true and that's why you know you've got to just uh handle it during the actual podcast and say hey listen uh you know i heard you left well the problem is is that they're probably not listening they're not listening you. yeah <laughs> it's like fuck yeah, come on yeah but hey, yeah. i but bad or good i mean i I will take any reviews anybody wants to give, you know? Oh, absolutely. I can, you know, I think you can learn from them. I mean, well, and I did learn from this one. I, uh, my, my takeaway is, is that if somebody doesn't want to listen to our opening banter, then we'll mark it to where you can just jump ahead and hear the story. But I think every one of the podcast and the golden mojo, that's like a big thing at the beginning banter. I, I agree. And, well, yeah. you know, we took I'm that. I'm not so sure about book, uh, <laughs> the book nerds. <laughs> I love that's what you got to quit listening to Colton so damn much. <laughs> um, uh, quarter books and booze does a little bit to begin with. I mean, it's not, it's not a whole lot, but uh, you know, we, I took a lot of the banter. I mean, if you go back to listen to early Tucson, we didn't do a ton on on the boozer side it was when team tejas i mean kind of kind of uh, when team tejas left that's when our banter got a lot bigger yeah you know we uh you know we do 20 25 minutes in the beginning talking and doing doing uh, the questions of the pod two stop style <laughs> yeah i think it depends a lot on your on who you're you're co-hosting with too because like uh like you said, when it started off, like me and the boys were doing it instantly because that's just how right. we work. And then, but you and Alicia were, you barely knew each other. You you guys True. were new to each other. You're, uh, there's a big age difference, a big interest difference and everything. So it, it, it I think banter. he called you old, Jeremy. <laughs> he calls me old all the time. <laughs> uh, so like, so the, the conversation's a little different, but then you got, you know, your wife in there with you and Jen and like you guys mesh so well that banter's easy and fun so you do it and then you get yeah. caught up in it next thing you know you're like oh shit we're 40 minutes in this but we should talk about a fucking scary story <laughs> it's true yeah. it is so so true uh i actually try to keep close uh, eye on the time when we're doing it so i mean i i love the banter i love the question um but i want to keep it within a specific range so i always uh always kept time now when you guys did your episodes you i mean when we did the dallas uh, chiller filler you actually hit a stop uh, a stopwatch on your phone did you is that because you want to know how long the whole entire episode went or were you looking for 
something specific. No, I just wanted to kind of get an idea of like how long the chiller filler is running because we never, uh, the the stopwatch didn't come in until probably after that. I used it there with us just to see, and then like after that, I was like, I don't know about the guys, but me personally, I would run, uh, I would run one just to make sure we hit an at least an hour. Right on. Because that's just like me personally, like preference wise, if I sit down for a podcast, I I like for them to usually be about an hour. Uh, I never really thought about it as far as like where to stop the small talk and where to get into it. Like usually in my episodes with the boys, you would hear me at one point be like, okay, let's get into it. Right. Otherwise, we would just keep going. But it, I wasn't paying too much of mind to it. And a lot of our cases were like long in the tooth, too. So like if we did have 40 minutes of banner, our case was probably longer anyways right for on the most part I, yeah like like i said i just i want to try to keep it in that you know in that uh in that stanza and and i enjoy like i said i enjoy the banter we have a lot of fun jen has just you know brought life to team boozers i think and and uh, you know bobby does a great job too but um you know she definitely the two of them definitely brought something to that show that we might have been missing uh that being said, Alicia's writing style was amazing. She could write a fucking story like you wouldn't believe. So, yeah. and, you know, still some of her, some of her episodes are still, uh, you know, some of the top, uh, top viewed, uh, shows. So yeah, she's also, she's got a great like inflection in her voice for storytelling too. Yeah. But I mean, like attracts that she, she works at a library. <laughs> well, so, yeah. <laughs> you know, she's got that. She's got that sit down and let me tell you a story voice, you know, and like, and like changes her inflections and everything very well. Speaking of voices, uh, you know, Logan's got that. Uh, sit yeah. down and tell me a story voice. Uh, <laughs> Best voice in the business. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I really fucking don't get it. I really don't. Well, I'm just saying that you might set Frankie Vegas's floor on fire. <laughs> so yeah, I've heard well, this about know, from other I mean, people too. Hey, he's got he got a great voice, easy to listen to. When he gets it, talking, telling a story, it's great. It's it's got to be Smooth. because I don't shut the fuck up. So if my voice is grating, right. that's would, all right. It would be bad. Yeah, we could. We'll let you talk this whole episode. We'll just sit back and oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Logan Show. It's, there you go. Well, <laughs> as you were prepping for the Logan Show, did you bring a question? A question of the pod? Yeah, eighties edition. edition. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> um, suck it, Colton. Oh, suck it, Colton. I've been real easy on him lately. I haven't really gotten yeah. after him. I, you know, I tried to give him some slack in the last episode. I was, he was under the weather and I wasn't going to make him do line reading. And he called me out on giving him slack. As soon as I did it, I was like, I'll get Chico to do it since you're under the weather. And he's like, ah, no punches pulled. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. true. All right, buddy. What's it? What is it? You know, one thing we have not talked about with the eighties in eighties fashion. <laughs> we have, what was something back that was in fashion in the eighties that you wore? Uh-huh. That you're a little ashamed to admit it. Oh, you know me. I'm not ashamed of any of it, though. Well, That's the problem. Yeah. Listen, man, I, we've talked <laughs> about it in the show. I had, uh, look, look, I got two. So 
you know, I had the full Miami Vice outfit, the jacket, the pants, the Paisley shirt, you know, uh, the no socks uh, in the shoes, you know, walking around. So, I mean, I wasn't ashamed of that at all. I'm very proud of that. Yeah. Uh, the other was spandex, man. You get the 80s as I got older and was started getting in bands. Fuck, I'd wear spandex all the time. And remember, important and very important listeners, it's the potato in the front. Yeah. You put it in the back. It just looks like you shit yourself. <laughs> uh, and i'm gonna change the question up for logan oh well, no well. no no sir sir you were not my, there i could go to my closet right now i've got i got clothes straight up from the 80s like well, they I'm got, the, they got the guy's names on it <laughs> i wear crop tops all weekend <laughs> all right 80s 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 is is my lifeblood from yeah. horror to toys <laughs> to clothes sir yeah, and know. video games man uh, arcades ah. Uh, Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. No, I, no, I was just gonna change it up to what something from the eighties that you wish was in style now, so you could wear it out and fucking, people wouldn't laugh at you. Uh, no, I'll wear it out; they can laugh at me. But it would be <laughs> nice if uh, it's a, this gets into a little late seventies and stuff too. But like, fuck, am I? I would like to be able to find a nice pair of bell bottoms for dudes that you don't have to go online and spend one hundred twenty dollars to get some worn in ones from some dude that's probably you know in his fifties now, <laughs> uh, uh, like it would be, it'd be nice. Like I can, I can have Kayla make anything into a crop top any day long, or I can like go to the store and buy some corduroy pants, which I've got some corduroy pants. But again, that's more late seventies, but like, I would just like it more accessible. Cause like a lot of that style is coming back, but for women, right. I'd like to see, I'd like to see some of his stuff come back for men and everything. Cause like I said, I love wearing a crop top oh, and uh, I'll wear them outside while I'm exercising and stuff. But like, I promise you, I still get sideways looks wearing a crop top out in public. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think that that'll probably come back. I bet you'll start to see more uh, men's styles from that, from that era come back. I think we just need some celebrities to start doing it. It'll be good. Right. But right now you got all these like even like these guys celebrities I really like, like Jeremy White, who's in the in uh uh the bear and everything. They're they're wearing like dudes are wearing like weird high end fashion that I don't understand. But if I can get some of them to wear some eighties clothes, maybe they'll start putting in the stores and stuff again. Well, there you go. All right, Frankie. What about you? Me. You, you gotta answer the question. <laughs> For the most part, I pretty much dressed in the 80s the way I dress now. Okay. Jeans and a t-shirt. Uh-huh. And I would switch it up. I had a pair of um, parachute pants at one time. Oh, God. I forgot about my parachute oh, my pants. God. <laughs> Comfortable as hell. But... I also had a pair of leather pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, did you keep got a going. pair of leather pants? I did. I had I a pair of leather pants. I had a pair of leather pants. had a pair of spandex. I don't grasp the leather pants, man. They're just, it's not comfortable, man. And See now, I love the leather pants uh, that I have when I rode when I when I when I rode motorcycle a lot. Uh, you know, a Talking few years ago. Chaps. Well, that <laughs> no, that was Scotty T that wore those. Let me, we don't even discuss that. It was weird. Uh, he always wore a thong, which I never understood. <laughs> I don't know how he rides like that. I mean, the, the vibration alone. But um, no, I had a pair of leather pants that I mean, when I was little, when I was growing up, uh, thirteen. But I think somewhere in there, but the, the ones that I had when I wrote a lot, I fucking love those, man. They were comfortable. The problem is, well, and I had a pair of pleather, 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 uh, pleather, 
pants that I wore when we played out a lot. The problem with those was, and it's the same thing with the riding ones, you sweat in those, yeah. you don't get those motherfuckers off. Oh yeah, it's like or or get them back on. Like you, you, <laughs> you never definitely remember got, that episode of fucking Friends with Ross and his fucking oh, yeah. pants. Yeah, <laughs> he fucking yeah. took them off in the bathroom and couldn't get them back up. So yep. he fucking ended up with lotion all over himself trying yep. to get it back on. Oh yep. man, you know what the trick was that I found out when I was playing out? You wore the spandex underneath it; they would actually peel off a lot, a lot easier. Oh. Yeah, which which lady taught you that trick? Hey, listen. Any ladies, tri- listen, Mr. Crop Top, ladies, <laughs> ladies know the tricks. You just got to listen and, and, and behave yourself and learn those tricks. <laughs> I'm just not, I'm just not going to wear any kind of pants that I have to worry about. Like if I sweat, I might not be able to get out or into them. Again. <laughs> I, for me, they were comfortable. I, I loved them. I loved every yeah. pair of leathers and pleather pants yeah. that I had. Uh, you want to, you want a funny story is, is that mine were black pleather and they black looked, they, they looked realistic. Huh. I mean, they looked like a pair of leather pants. Uh, my lead singer at the time went out and spent the money on an actual pair of leather pants and everybody thought his were fake and mine were real. <laughs> well, cause pleather's got that, like right out the store, pleather's got that kind of like worn in leather look to mm-hmm. it, you know, yep. and brand new leather. So fucking shiny that it looks, it just doesn't look right. And you got to break it in and yeah. with the pleather, it's already like pre broke in. Yeah. So. yeah. And I don't like breaking in denim. I don't, I don't want to think about what it takes to break in a fucking pair of tight ass, real leather pants. <laughs> it's enjoyable. I mean, you know, yeah, and the other the other thing I I went through a phase of me and my buddies. We careful, were, careful we, what you say right here. Okay, no, <laughs> no we will. Why does it all go there with you? It, I just that's where my mind is constant, you know. But no, we used to wear uh, trench coats, called ourselves the trench coat mafia, and then and then Columbine Columbine happened, happened and I like yeah, go just oh fucking my throw that God. thing right in the fucking trash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> fuckers, fuckers stole my idea and then turned it into something that's fucking miserable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Ain't nothing like that to ruin a fad real quick. Shit, I was oh, working yeah. at Radio Shack when those Live Strong bracelets were big and Radio Shacks was sponsored by that and everything. And that was right when they found out that Neil was fucking blood doping to do his bicycle and stuff. Ah. Woo! <laughs> Just watching people throw those things in the trash left and right. It was, it was rough. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's sad, isn't it? It's like, uh, you know, you have this thing that could be something good and then it, it kind of gets a fucking bad rep on top of it and, and it just goes to shit. And yeah, <sighs> I don't know. You were, you know, I, I would crazy part of the trench coat mafia, were you? Yeah, no <laughs> Not that one, though. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. I mean, I get it. I mean, I understand, you know, with somebody getting picked on, you know, like, you can only push somebody so far oh, yeah. before they snap. I mean, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not endorsing it. No, I'm just no. saying, but I see why this happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we put so much effort into hating them for what they did. Nobody puts the effort into understanding why they did what they did. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bullying is fucking terrible, man. I, I mean, it's absolutely horrific and 
and you know i sp- i honestly spend a lot of my a lot of my uh time thinking back did i bully somebody in high school and you know i even even you know coming up junior high was i was was i a bully to anybody and you know all i can think about is uh is uh steve buscemi from uh Billy Madison and this yeah. fucking checklist on the wall. And I'm like, that would not be fucking cool. But I do think about it a lot. I really do. I mean, were you a bully? I don't, I don't think I was. Yeah. I think you're like, I me. hope I was. I think the only person, people you really bullied were your friends. I think that's about it. And at that point, you know, it's just, uh, that's just, it's just the way it works. It's just friends fucking with friends. Oh, right. Yeah. I was very fortunate to grow up with uh, my dad, who ironically bullies the shit out of me. But like he taught me <laughs> from when I was little. He's like, you don't, you don't fuck with people. You don't be mean to people. And if you see people being mean to people, kick somebody's ass. And that's how I end up with the majority of the friends I have to this day is kicking somebody's ass because they're being dicks to them in high school. Right. So. I I watched your dad one time. We uh, years ago we were in. Uh, um, we were in Canton, Ohio. Wait, uh, Canton. Sorry, got to make sure you say it right because Canton's where the football hall of fame is. Canton is where the Coon Dog Convention is at. Yep. And it was me and your dad. Wait, and wait, Coon Dog Convention. Coon Dog Convention. Yep. Oh, well, that dude. could go so many ways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> true, true. It could, but it is an actual dog. Dog. You okay. know the the they were hunting raccoons or whatever whatever you'd have loved it because it ain't nothing but acres and acres and acres of fucking guns oh yeah guns Mm. knives all sorts of shit like one year they came back with a fucking pot belly pig the next year they come back with knives and guns and fucking (laughs) (laughs) but we were there uh who was it i think uh your uncle your uncle trab was with us and uh Oh, and Scott, your uncle Scott. Yep. And uh, we were there, we were there doing something and hanging out, and an argument broke out between a guy and this girl. Uh, I don't know, maybe two, three rows away. And your dad immediately honed in on that and was, I mean, he was walking that way because the dude was just being a fucking cocksucker, and and he wasn't putting up with it. You know, he wasn't. He was waiting for him to take a swing at her. And it, I mean, it looked like it was heading in that direction. And, uh, yeah, your dad was like, Nope, this ain't, this ain't going to fucking happen. And he started working his way that way. But, uh, I think she threw her engagement ring into the mud. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that argument ended. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely, I definitely get that from my father It's one of the things he definitely installed into me as a, at a, at a early, early age. So, uh, it actually, uh, we just got done with Renaissance Festival. Uh, yes, we saw you back. in your bunny suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, I'm not wor- I'm not afraid to wear things, Frankie. <laughs> I see but that. he did have the potato in the front. If so you look, <laughs> it was a small yep. potato, but yep. <laughs> but uh, I'm Irish. That's wow. just a luck thing that has nothing to do with size. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, but uh, Kayla, who I've been with now for four years, uh, when we first, I've known her since high school, and I dated her in high school and everything. But when uh, Oh, she was married and uh when we went while back we went with her husband and her and a bunch of friends were there 
and uh, everybody's drinking and everything. And uh, her husband comes back. He had been walking by himself and he's basically in tears. And uh, I'm like, I'm drunk. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to you? And he's like, these people were picking on me and this and that. And we're grown. We're grown men at this point. But like everybody's different. Everybody wears things differently. So he was upset. So uh, while they're all trying to talk to him and figure out what's going on, my drunk ass is already gone. <laughs> I'm looking. And I've got I've got no frame of who did it or what did it. I just knew it was multiple people. So I'm walking around and I come up on this camp and there's three guys there and there's their buddy. Other people are there camping, too. And I'm like, you fuck with my buddy. And one of the guys was like, uh, what if we did? And I was like, I guess we're going to fucking find out. <laughs> and I end up in a fight with three dudes. And by the time I get back to camp, my favorite flannel has a sleeve halfway ripped off it. My <laughs> pants are torn up. My face is swollen. My hands are all fucked up. I'm laying there. I'm just at the campfire, soaking up the fire, smiling because it, it was crazy, but it was still fun. I get that <laughs> from my dad, too. And uh, they come back and like, what'd you do? And I was like, I went and kicked their ass and this and that. And he was like, uh, he was like, it was it was it was three girls that were messing with me, man. And I was oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have got that detail beforehand. But yeah, you want to speak up early on that fucking part of that story. God. <laughs> But yeah, I get that from my father, 110%. So did you go back and talk to those guys and be like, hey, sorry? No, because they were at the same point as I was. They didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And they weren't like, no, we didn't. They're like, yeah, sure. This guy wants to uh, fucking be uppity. Let's go fucking smack him down a little bit. (laughs) They're in the same boat as me. Nobody knew what was going on, but nobody was backing down. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. I have a couple of questions for you, Logan. Since this is an '80s show, we want to try to keep it in the '80s, and uh, it is your it is your bucket. It is your uh, it's right in your uh, wheelhouse here. All right, nice. What do we got? Just hit me with your top two '80s horror movies. What were your favorite horror movies that were that come out in the '80s? And did number two make you cry? <laughs> Uh, you, you can't number, steal that <laughs> you can do it it's I, all it's all it's all proprietary it's all you can do whatever he wants <laughs> hey. uh, top 80s uh i'm gonna i'm definitely going with chopping mall is definitely one of my top 80s horror movies because it's just it's so misleading uh I don't think most of the people that went to the theaters to go see that movie was thinking it was going to be like a slasher of a dude running around in the mall, uh, you know, because chopping mall. So you're assuming people are getting chopped up. Right, right. But then it ends up being this movie like the premise is so fucking bonkers because it's a bunch of guys that work in a furniture store in the mall, their, their dad's furniture store. And uh, they're like, hey, uh, he's having us run the furniture store tonight. So uh, once the mall closed down, how about we have a bunch of ladies come over? <laughs> and and then they like suss out a randomly new married couple in the mall too. Like you guys want to come over from for like a weird sex party in the furniture store in the mall after hours. <laughs> and so the mall closes down and they're like, this is the night they're testing this brand new uh, security robots. Oh, shit. And of course, you know, it's the 80s. So lightning strikes the fucking building. So now the the mall robots are set to murder. And so these people are having their weird sex party in the mall and they go walk around the mall. And that's when the problem happens because these robots are just like perusing the mall. They're not in stores because most of the stores are locked up. And then they just start murking people left and right with like lasers and (laughs) no chopping, no chopping. It's just lasers. 
And like, sometimes a laser, like they'll be running and you'll see a laser effect hit somebody and they'll be like, uh, but next time the laser hits somebody, their whole fucking head explodes. (laughs) (laughs) And every time one of these robots kills somebody, it goes, thank you. Have a nice day. And then it just keeps on trucking. That's so good. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? uh, You know what? Frankie's going to go home and find tonight either. Logan said this was a good movie. It's a fantastic movie. And like, you can't throw a rock at an 80s horror pick without seeing boobs within like the first 20 minutes oh yeah so we've got away from that in horror but that was yeah that's too bad i mean yeah, i knew of chopping right. mall and i knew what it was about but i've not seen it um, man even the even the title like the vhs cover for that was misleading because it was a hand a cut off severed hand holding a bag so, you know, like I said, I always as a kid thought I was like, oh, this is means somebody's going to get chopped up in a mall. And then as a fucking like a 10 year old, I, I rent it uh, and, as a 10 year old. Yeah. And it's well, <laughs> video world would let me rent whatever the hell I wanted. <laughs> so uh, yes, I rent it would. and I was pleasantly surprised that it was like it was it's not a guy in a mall chop people. It's fucking robots. And I'm like, it's awesome. <laughs> Short circuit goes wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> But then it's hard because like there's like your sleepaway camps and stuff like that are amazing. And then you got uh Dream Warriors. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely outstanding. But like uh I'm gonna have to go with like child's play, honestly. Uh I just I love that franchise as a whole. And then even when it went to Chucky and got silly and now it's got its own TV show. I just love it. It's so good. Don I Mancini. thought for sure you were gonna say Halloween three. <laughs> listen i love halloween three uh i absolutely do and it's a, well, i think the first two halloweens didn't even make it in the 80s right uh um, no the first one was in like late 70s yeah so I, I think don't, and the two first came two out right after like, it like 78 and 79 yeah. and then so three is technically the first one of the 80s yeah and uh i've actually got it uh i just got an action figure in here uh recently uh of the main star it was a limited edition action figure from halloween 3 and it came with a signed coaster by him for the silver mm. shamrock tag ah cool and, but uh yeah, yeah it's one of my favorites but it's like it's like my seasonal favorite i can't go halloween without watching it mm. by no now, means am you... i deluded to think it's like the best horror movie of all time <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not deluded but now you know the reason the why it was made like that when the original idea for Halloween wasn't to be a trilogy, but it was supposed to be three separate stories. Yeah, it was supposed to be like anthology type shit. Yeah, like an anthology. And but for some reason Michael Myers, you know, became a big thing. And so they with number two, they just went right back to right, it. Yeah, I'm right. Oh, yeah. And well, number three was after how many people they pissed off when three dropped, <laughs> they, <laughs> they had no choice but to go back to the like, hey, that 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 bad. That I'm surprised they got to make a four after that because like the the people got really fucking mad and the only time you saw Michael Myers in that movie was in the guy flipping through the TV yeah and it was a commercial for Halloween the original one and Michael Myers is walking down the stairs so right then people are like what the fuck and the rest of it's about android dudes making Halloween masks to kill kids but Tom Atkins is probably one of my favorite 80s actors and he's the he's the main guy. And that I loved him in Night of the Creeps. He's a good dude. Do you have a favorite? Uh, do you have a favorite '80s horror movie? Me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street and Nightmare on Elm Street Three. 
Yeah. That's pretty much my uh, yeah. my go to as far as 80s horror. Yeah. I don't know a ton about uh, 80s horror. I was too busy watching, uh, what is it, rom coms? <laughs> yeah. All your, uh, what's his face from the, the Breakfast Club's universe? Uh, I know the name, but it's slipping me right now. People are yelling at the radios. Uh, Judd Nelson or uh, Emilio Estevez or <laughs> no, the, the, John the director, Hughes. John Hughes. John there you Hughes. go. John there you Hughes, go. Yeah. John yeah. Hughes Well, I oh, mean, those were those were my thing. I mean, I don't I don't know that I absolutely love Pretty in Pink as far as uh, as you did. Uh, not really. It wasn't one of my favorite. Why do you want to sit here and lie? <laughs> I think the only John Hughes movie I have seen is Breakfast Club. Uh, Breakfast Club was my all time favorite, and I don't know why. I look back now and I'm like. Uh, I mean, it's a great movie. I don't know why I loved it so much. It was yeah. just them sitting around talking. But I mean, the lines in it were amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's one of those things to where it's like everybody felt like they had somebody representing them in it. Right. And mm-hmm. I mean, I grew up as a 90s kid uh, with like Kevin Smith being one of like the most influential directors of that time. Like people just talking in movies. That's kind of my wheelhouse, you know? Oh clerks? man, I I can't stand clerks, man. I can't I, do it. See, I love it. Uh, I know, and I, Gunner and Gunner loves it too. He's like, you got to watch this, and I watched, and I'm like, I don't get it. But then again, I don't. My my daughter comes over, and she's like, Hey, we're going to sit here, and I'm going to show you my favorite fucking TikToks, and we'll go through her tick the one she favorites on this fucking on this app, and she laughs her fucking ass off. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's fair. But, you know, you give me a fucking dog pissing on a fucking little baby, and I'll laugh until I fucking piss my pants. That's just the generational gap, man. Like I said, like clerks for my generation was like, it was, it was dope. You know, it was people just talking. It was like, it was real. It was like what it was like to work at a gas station or a video rental place or fast food with your friends and just it's the job sucked but you're having a good time just bullshitting and like they famously said in that like this job would be perfect if it wasn't for the fucking customer (laughs) you know that is true i have to give you that i love kevin smith though i mean i'm a big kevin smith fan i i just that one didn't get me i i love his banter with uh uh will weed in in the big bang theory when uh when they're kind of going back and forth and it's like well, what did he make? Well, he made clerks and he's going to tell you, well, I'm the director of clerks. <laughs> and it's just, you know, that funny shit like that just kills me. Oh yeah. He's just like us. Like that dude's made a, like he, he, he just talks. He not like people, the thing people bag on him about is like he, once he starts, he does not stop talking uh-huh. and he's made it. But the thing is, is he made a fucking empire off it because when he wasn't doing a whole lot of movies anymore, he started his podcasting network right. back when like podcasting was just getting up and going. And he was he was just making show after show, starting with like Fat Man on Batman, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, Smodcast, uh, Hollywood Babylon, and every one of these things. Just like you, he was on every one of those fucking shows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're saying I am the Kevin Smith of Golden Mojo? I'm gonna say like you're like uh, Aldi's Kmart Smith or Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin I Smith. am the Aldi's K- <laughs> Kevin Smith. <laughs> But I can't even say that anymore because apparently all these is getting like fancier and fancier. Yeah, listen, I'm the Dollar Tree Kevin Smith. 
I say all these now, people are like, oh, I bought a nice scented candle at all these. And I was like, man, yeah. when I was a kid, fucking all these is where you went to go get like off-brand, off-brand Doritos Absolutely. and like <laughs> raviolis that had been like hit so hard to where it might be leaking. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, you knew it was all you know it was all fancied up when they started bringing in meat, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, uh, do I uh, really want to eat all these meat? And yeah. you're like, um, okay. Well, cause, yeah. Cause they're getting that new generation that doesn't question all these. Like, like oh, meat at all these. But like, if you were living there back in the day, you're like, I, I don't want steak from all these. <clears throat> exactly. <clears throat> um, so hit me up with some of your, uh, a couple of your favorite toys from the eighties. Ooh, fuck. I'll t- I mean, let me start you with mine since I, since you started last time, but my favorite toy, one of my favorite toys from the eighties absolutely was my full size X wing that I had. I had one of the bigger uh, X wing fighters from the, from the original star Wars. And uh, it was one of my favorite. It had the, you know, the push down the R2 to shoot the fucking, you know, <laughs> little laser bolts out of it, which I had done lost, you know, two or three times, but, um, you know, and then you put the Luke Skywalker figure in there. He had to figure out whether he had to take the fucking lightsaber out of his fucking arm to get him to yeah. fit into the fucking. Yeah, the uh, telescoping lightsabers <laughs> that were built into his arm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, hit me with yours. Oh, man. Like, if they weren't in the next room, I'd run and get them for you. But, like, uh, I've got one of my all time favorites is going to be the G1 Transformers uh, Soundwave. And okay. Soundwave turned into a, a mobile cassette player. That was this whole thing. He's he's a he's a transformer, just like Optimus Prime and shit. Like, but he's not. Optimus turns into a truck, and Megatron turned into a gun. Meanwhile, Soundwaves turns into a cassette player, and he looks like it looks functioning because its battery compartment even opens up. But that's where you put his guns, uh-huh. and then his chest opens up, and the cassette comes out, and the cassette transforms too. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's amazing, but you also got your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which was uh, still this day some of my favorite stuff. I have a whole display over there I built just for my turtles. It's just you you could throw a rock and just hit something fucking excellent toy from the eighties, <laughs> and it and they speak like how good they are is because now you go to Walmart and they have the exact the companies now are taking the exact same models and everything rebuilding them slapping them in vintage package and slapping them up on the shelf for like three times what they charged for them right. back in the fucking 80s yeah ain't that so, the truth but you know I, you get that vintage it's that vintage yeah and you get to put like it's like okay could I, I could buy the original one like if you're a truest like me and like hate your wallet you go out and buy your generation one 1985 grimlock from the transformers or you go spend 30 bucks and buy one at Walmart when they repurpose it and put it out again. <laughs> How about you, Frankie? Did you have a favorite toy from the 80s? You know, this is rough because I, nothing jumping out at me as a favorite. Um, maybe my little um, Pac Man game. It like looked like a video, like right. like an arcade game, but it was just real small, compact. Yeah, the little tabletop ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had one of those, too. I, uh, I got one for Christmas one year, and it's like, I'm kind of big shit around, <laughs> around my family. Everybody know? wants to be your friend all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, you can play your Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite toys. Um, 
I think my grandfather got me one. I, I had the tabletop one. You know, you could either plug it in or you could put batteries in it and play it. Although the batteries never lasted that long. I mean, it was like 18 D batteries that you could get like 45 minutes out of. Fuck. Um, it sounds like Teddy Ruxpin's ass having to <laughs> fucking take 12 of them. But I had a watch that had Pac-Man on it that my grandfather got me. Oh. And it was like, you know, you could play that. I've like still got that around here somewhere. Spy really? level yeah. shit right then. Put yeah. something in a watch. Yeah, back then it was like that was I, I never I never played I never took it out and played with it that much because I was so afraid I'd break it, lose it, or fucking have it stolen. So it actually is still in the original box. Yeah, in well, the hard hard shell box. That's how you know a toy was good when you as a kid were fucking terrified of losing it yeah. or fucking breaking it. You're Absolutely. just like, ah, I want to play with this, but you know, I'm just gonna sit it over <laughs> right here, here on the shelf for a little while. Yeah. Now, GI Joes, I beat the dog shit out of GI Joes. <laughs> I mean, I'll I wanted. Inter- oh, go ahead. No, you go, go ahead, ahead Logan. No, I could say I would be interested in you know being able to go into the future and see somebody doing uh 2023 20 podcast and then ask them what their favorite toy was in the <laughs> in the, the 2020s you know yeah. they're like it, oh my iphone 15 yeah no. <laughs> i can tell you as an avid toy collector it's just like it's gonna that when that does happen because it's gonna happen it's it's gonna those toys aren't gonna hold a fucking candle to the stuff of the 80s and like the early 90s yeah. because like most of the toys now are just like gambling for kids you know like blind bags where the kids open it to get something they don't know what they're gonna get and their parents are spending 12 to 15 dollars on this thing and the kid gets the same exact toy uh-huh. and like ah, oh, this is the one i wanted and like shit like that so that on, is- on the bright side some of them might mention toys from the 80s because they're buying the repurposed ones that are on the shelves <laughs> right now <laughs> right. i do those blind i do those blind balls you get them in the fucking uh like Disney has one that um, it has a bunch of the Marvel stuff in it. Yeah, uh, I'll do those occasionally. But I mean, they're fun. But uh, you know, they're nine bucks. I don't want to yeah. fucking spend ten bucks on a fucking thing that I don't know what I'm getting. I mean, you know, there's a certain extent to just you know fucking away your money. You know, and that's uh, if I'm in the mood, then you know, ten bucks out the door is okay. I'll go have some fun, and it, you'll get a fucking. Um, war machine and you're like fuck i don't want war machine yeah nobody wants fucking war machine (laughs) you guys uh in the 80s did you guys either of you ever mess with any kind of trading card or or pogs or anything like that you know i i did a little bit of football card but i wasn't i wasn't a good collector because i didn't keep them in mint condition and I did trading cards in the early nineties. So like when, uh, like when Joe Montana went to Kansas city, when we started really watching football, I was, um, got into being an avid collector of football cards and just buying the boxes, you know, you go to, you know, go to Kmart and, you know, they'd always have this big collection of, and you could get a, you know, the pro sets for 20 bucks and you get the whole box or, or whatever. And, I mean, we had cases upon cases of football cards. Um, I just recently seen uh, something come up on Facebook where the Joe Montana pro set might be worth, you know, if you had a collection of the pro sets, you might be worth, you know, a million bucks. Although I don't think they actually are worth a million. I think it's clickbait, but yeah. um, 
you know, I'm looking at these cards. And I'm like, I've got like three sets of these that we bought because we bought all these boxes of the, and you know, we were collecting Joe Montana cards. So I got to do some digging into that to see what those are worth. Yeah. I'd sell off a set of those to fuck it for a million bucks and just sit around with my <laughs> dick in my hand all day. Yeah. I, uh, I'd, sell, I'd sell them for a couple million bucks. I'm not telling you where they're at in my house. <laughs> I wonder if you're going to get it. It's, it's wherever all the Jeff Gordon shit went. Nobody really fucking knows. Uh, some some of that actually went to um, one of Gunner's friends who was, a, who was a big Jeff Gordon fan. Uh, I can't remember if it was uh, Cody or Darren. Uh, bo- both of them were big Gordon fans. So, um, you know, a lot of that stuff went to the wayside. That picture that you always talk about that hung on the wall, we still have that because it's yeah. an embossed piece and yeah. it's just in a box with some old Joe Montana and Kansas City shit. So, yeah, I went on a rampage after they were like three and 13 one season. And I'm like, this shit's fucking gotta go. And I ripped it all off my fucking walls. And, uh, yeah, it was, it wasn't a pretty day at my household. That's fair. You know, one can only take so much. Yeah, it's true. But they're doing good now. So it's fine. Well, I took the shit off my fucking walls and then they got my home. So now look at where we're at. Yeah. I, uh, it's Jeremy true, Frankie. Don't look at me that Jeremy knows I was, well, cause he also had kids my age. Like, I don't know how old all your kids are, Frankie, but like, uh, Jeremy what was there for, age? yeah, ground floor of when Pokemon hit in the nineties yeah. <laughs> and my dad fucking hated it. Like, uh, any of my Pokemon stuff I had to get, I had to get like secondhand or like through scamming some kid out of shit at school. Cause my dad was not about it. But, uh, I, I mean, it's nobody, I don't think anybody expected to be what it is. Cause it's still yeah. around to this day and crazy, but like, uh, it was last Christmas, uh, years ago, I did all this, uh, reading and got educated so I could become a Pokemon professor, which is just meant I could go judge events and stuff. And so they send me stuff. They send me like big boxes of cards and I was sitting at my dad's house, uh, opening up packs and giving some to Daniel, my son. And my dad's just sitting there, uh, just talking shit. And then I pull a card and I take a picture of it. And he's like, what are you doing? I was like, no, just hold on. Take a picture of it. Sit there. And I'm like, all right, I just put this on eBay, uh, start and bid at 50. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, he's just going to watch this with me throughout the weekend. And he's like, okay. And by the time I left his house, that card had sold for $650 and I was there for two <laughs> days. And I was like, yeah, it sure wasn't worth my fucking time. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember w- one outing where you had a Pokemon toy that you wanted and he's like, I, you know, I, I no, am I in that shit? And you had a fucking meltdown and, and because you really, really wanted it. And that was just last week, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, last probably, week. It probably was. <laughs> Listen, look, look at his background there. Um, he doesn't want for what uh, yeah, toys at this I, point. I yeah. don't think he does. I'll bet you. He still knows. I'll bet you he still knows what that toy was that day. <laughs> and he has two of them. Oh, I do. I absolutely do. <laughs> the thing is, is I grew up with my dad had a military father and my father was a military guy himself, too. And so uh-huh. my dad had a very firm idea of what I was supposed to dig and whatnot, like uh, tools, cars, and G.I. Joe, and not like the cool Snake Eyes G.I. Joe. I'm talking 12, 12 <laughs> inch tall, 
uh just got back home from nom <laughs> seen some shit gi joe <laughs> like all these kids are like look at snake eyes he's got swords and this ninja dog and i'm like uh i've got uh steve uh he did two tours and his wife left him so <laughs> it's so, true like, yeah so and like he was like i got you this and i was just like ah even when small soldiers came out uh, and small soldiers was like kind of like GI Joe versus monsters, but the monsters were the good guys. And I was like, the monsters are awesome. Come Christmas time. My dad's like, I got you the soldier guys. Cause clearly those are the better guys. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so like now as an adult, like every, like every power ranger thing I had as a kid or this or that, like I had a next door neighbor, Charlie, whose mom was a stripper work nights. And then my other was Gordon who was a divorce divorcee with two kids. And his mom, Nick, his kid's mom ran the theater in Warsaw and her mother ran the drive-in. So they had money. So I would spend my time scamming both my neighbors out of toys all the time, <laughs> especially Charlie. Charlie would give away a whole Megazord through my window. I'd pry up the window and I'd be like, I'll give you this if you give me that. And my dad was like, how are you getting this shit? And I'm like, I just have it. People it, give just, it just shows up, Dad. Now he knows, right? Now yeah. Knows. Now, now he knows. I tell him all the time. But now I just go back and like, like you said, if there was a toy I wanted when I was a kid, I buy it. You know, and then the same with my kids. If my kids want something, I, 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 I try. Even my son, I don't get. Just like my dad didn't get me, I don't get a lot of things he likes. Right. But I'm not gonna tell him no or make fun of it because then he's going to end up with a house like this when he's old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do have a question, Logan. Yeah. You're talking about like the pogs and Pokemon. Can you explain what po Pokemon, I don't get it. How's it work? I mean, this may be a, like a totally different episode we need to do, but I don't know if it's a long, I just, I don't get it. I'm old. I'm like, get the it's fuck just off my lawn. Listen, it is just, it is just some, some Japanese guy fucking, broke the code for how to sell shit to kids for the rest of forever because well, he launched it with 151 pokemon and the slogan was like you gotta catch them all and then when he dropped it he dropped action figures he dropped trading cards that you can fight and a video game all at the same fucking time so it was like okay if we got a kid that's not into video games he'll like the action figures we got a kid that's not in action figures he'll like the trading card or we got those rich kids they'll get them all and and they're like, there's only 151. You got to get them all. And then uh, a year and a half later, they're like, oh, oh, look, there's uh, 137 uh, more. Where, where do those come from? You got to get those ones, too. <laughs> and now I'm uh, now I'm 32 and there's over a thousand of the fuckers and people are still trying to catch them all. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah I, I, mean, try, you... I tried to do the Pokemon Go and I just I kept getting the same ones over and over again. I'm like, there's people getting hit by cars and stuff when that was <laughs> yeah. all going on. Oh yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just, it was the right time, the right idea. And it's got staying power for the rest of forever. I mean, like I said, Jeremy knows his, his oldest is still into Pokemon. This oh, day. Yeah. I can't speak for the other two, but I know Skylar still tracks it all. I don't know that Gunner follows it as much as Skylar does. I mean, they, he played, he played the the Pokemon Go for a minute or two, and but I mean, Skyler and Jess would go. They that's how they met some of their friends because they would go and to uh, uh, Pokemon Go 
gatherings where they all these fucking people would walk around the the town that they lived in and just play this game and they you know they just had a meeting time and they'd all meet up at this church and they would just take off and walk around town and and uh, get to know each other and they've made really good friends that way but um i me personally i pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, all that battle with the cards, I never understood yeah, I the hit points and, you know, and trying to figure all that stuff out. Yeah, I never got that. Yeah, I never got it. But I mean, you know, I, I didn't detour it by any means that that's what the kids wanted to play. And I mean, shit, I bought them both the fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, what was it with the fucking, you know, he put it on his arm and the all the cards. Disc. Yeah, <laughs> I had one of those too, and this is the same shit. While we were overseas in Germany, like it was probably one of the best times of my life. Like, uh, just because we were on this big military base on a massive hill, and it was just apartment complex after apartment complex, apartment complex, like seven of them, uh, all four stories tall, uh, all housed multiple families, and it would be a row after row after row to the bottom of houses like this. Right. So it was just kids running around everywhere because there's playgrounds between every apartment complex and a skate park in the middle and a px at the bottom where you could go buy slurpees and shit and it was like dads were deployed uh moms would hang out at like maybe a picnic table and get like uh sauced during the middle of the day (laughs) and kids would just be out doing whatever the hell they wanted to do so like i wanted a dual disc i know i was never going to get a dual disc so i just found the biggest sucker that there was He's living, albeit they're like three years younger than me. And I'd be like, listen, I'll give you this, this, and this. You give me that thing that's on your arm. And then, <laughs> and then I'd have a pissed off parent come at me like a week later, but they would also be so pissed. They're like, he's going to keep that. So you learn your lesson. So I still ended up with it. <laughs> so really by my dad, not letting me get what I wanted, he just turned me into a fucking con man. Uh, <laughs> just let your kids get, get things they like in moderations, like, in moderation. like, yeah. And, and maybe they yeah. won't end up ripping off other kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was an exciting time growing, oh, yeah. growing up. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I never understood it, and and I'm okay with that. That wasn't my thing, and and uh, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay with it now. Yeah. Now it's Monopoly Go. Have you heard about this? No, no. Oh, yeah, Chico is definitely into Monopoly Go, and he keeps trying to get me to play. And and it was funny the other day. I was talking to my buddy Andy, and uh, he's like, "Listen, you need to you need to talk to Gunner." I go about what he goes about this Monopoly Go. He needs to quit stealing Michelle's shit, which is Andy's wife. Yeah, Andy's wife. I go, what? He goes, yeah, he talked her into joining this little elite group that's playing this fucking game, and he keeps going into stealing her shit. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just cursing him up one side and down the other, and I'm like, well, I mean, if that's how you play the game, I guess she better learn and learn quick. The only Monopoly I ever fucked with was the one that was at McDonald's. And all that took was me fucking peeling something off a thing of French fries or a drink. Yep. Never one I, shit. Well, Never, I want yeah. one like a free small fry one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Win those all the time. Yeah. Well, that's what I miss about. And this is extends to the 80s, and but also like the early 90s and everything. Fuck. I miss fucking old school marketing, man. Yeah. They don't do it like they used to. You know, it used to be the world of instant gratification. 
you fucking drink a Mountain Dew, pop that cap, and you guess what? You go get you another fucking Mountain Dew. Yeah. Go smoke you three packs of camels. That's cool. You're halfway to a fucking leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> like like shit like that. And like, and not even just that, just like standees in places like uh Mountain Dew and Pepsi back in the day, having like the universal monsters in the middle of the fucking grocery store, sporting Mountain Dew or, pe- or the new Doritos for the season, or like inflatable shit and just like uh you remember uh you remember red dog beer oh absolutely oh, yep. they had some of the best marketing shit yep. ever like just that mascot on like just inflatable coolers and just like all sorts of wild shit i actually and, miss red dog beer a lot your dad got me on to red dog and yeah he used and, to drink it all the time yeah it's been so long because i've had one of those i can't remember what they taste like and you yeah, never will now yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're gone gone, yeah, they're gone. gone. i can't even I can't the, remember they had a spinoff called red wolf which was actually pretty good too but it wasn't as popular as red dog but oh man i missed that i just like i said they just don't they don't do it the same it's just like uh nobody nobody really I don't know. I've always been a sucker sucker for like good marketing. Right. Uh, still this day, I collect like random shit that you can get with uh, camel points or Marlboro points or any of that. shit. Well, fuck. You used to be able to walk into the gas station and there'll be a display there where you buy four packs of camels and you get the pair of sandals yeah. or flip flops or uh, an ashtray. I've got, you know, ashtrays from back in the day. Sunglasses, you know, uh, t shirts. I mean, all that stuff. You don't see that at all anymore. And it's all because with cigarettes, it it anyway. Cool as shit. <laughs> yeah. And they don't want the kids thinking it's cool as shit. So, yeah, Joe Camel has to take a hit. A, I'm sitting there looking through a camel fucking catalog and be like, oh man, that would be cool. I'd be like, we need to go get some cigarettes, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see yeah. if the Express has that. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, even in as a when I could drive, they were still doing some cool stuff to where like a, a mountain, like we would get in the car at 12 o'clock at night, get my old fucking Ford Escort and load the guys up and hit like 15 gas stations looking for like, the Mountain Dews that had the twist offs that got you code so you could fucking enter into something. And I just feel like the world's lost a lot of its fucking wonder and like a just like a venture is like bullshit stuff like that. Never tell you that I won one of those. I've one heard those. the tale of the fucking was it the inflatable kayak. No, the, the inflatable kayak was me, Donnie and Bobby smoked a shit ton of Marlboro <laughs> and then went and collected points and we sent it in and got the fucking kayak and donnie's like i'll just keep it at my house and i'm like okay i mean he didn't live at the lake he lived in a fucking apartment in the middle of town (laughs) but he wanted to keep it there and his fucking dog chewed a hole in it and i'm like uh what'd you do with it because i threw it away i go what the fuck you know it was fucking three garbage bags full of fucking cigarette packs yeah. that we tore up one night to get the points to get this fucking kayak because that's what we were shooting for and we we sailed it once it's fucking dog ate it and he threw it away yeah that's fucking that was like he, he just threw away like three years of like healthy breathing yeah just exactly just yeah that, right that's like trash. what does that boil out to uh yeah 17 years of my life yeah so anyway uh i mountain dew had one one year this is when i still lived at the lake you know before we sold the cottage out there uh it was the it was called the shack attack and you had to spell it you had to spell shack attack with the caps and i actually spelled it out 
and I mailed them all in and uh, I won free tickets to, I think he was in Orlando with, with the heat at that time. And I won free tickets to the game and I'm like, that's all I won. And, and I'm like, well, I can't afford to get a hotel room. I can't afford to get a fucking plane ticket. Uh, what's the alternative? A thousand dollars. I'll take it. <laughs> so I won a thousand bucks. That's dope. See, the closest I ever came was uh, when one of the Halo games was coming out. They had taps and I don't drink caffeine anymore. But back then I'd put Mountain Dew down like questionably how I didn't end up riddled with kidney stones. I don't I don't fucking know. <laughs> but like uh, the you get the caps and stuff and it was auction based. They had auctions going all throughout the day online and you put in your codes and you could put in however many you want towards certain auctions. Well, I fucking for like four days, I watched these auctions and I was like noting down like when people were like the most active uh -huh. to where I was like, all right, nobody's up at like four, four forty five in the morning uh, doing these auctions. So I just I saved up all my shit and I just dumped them all in a bunch of things. And they didn't even tell you if you won. Fucking months later, after this game has come and gone. I'm just getting Xbox 360 controllers in the mail, just left and right, just all sorts of shit. And my mom's like, what is this? And I was like, I guess I fucking, I guess I won. I was getting t-shirts, controllers. And the best part about this was like, I had already bought the limited edition controller because I didn't know if I was going to win or not. Right. But I had, I shit you not, like four to five of these fuckers. I gave one to my now brother-in-law and then the rest I took to Walmart because Walmart back in the day was like, if we sell it and you don't have a receipt, just bring it in. And I was like, right. I would like to return these. <laughs> <laughs> they took them back. Gave I you. took them back. So <laughs> that's as close as I, I mean, they always, I always got like t-shirts and stuff by just saving up points. But that's, just, right. that's like only as far as winning went. I did uh, uh years ago. Uh, Marlboro had a thing where when you opened up, there was a little sleeve in there and was like, call this number and you could possibly win whatever. And I called the number and did the little whatever it was. And I think it took like 15 minutes to go through their little uh, computer thing or whatever. And, and uh, I was like, okay, we'll let you know. I'm like, okay, well, fuck that wasn't, that wasn't worth a shit. And uh, it was probably six, eight months later. I come home and there's a fucking package sitting on my door and I'm like, what is this? I had won a fucking duffel bag. It was a full blown big ass on wheels with a big handle duffel bag for Marlboro because I called this in. Nice. Scotty T was pissed yeah. because he had done it right beside me. So I didn't want fucking shit. <laughs> we, uh, I had for all grown up. My dad had uh, a few things that he got from Marlboro. One was a framed, like a framed picture of the Marlboro man. Uh, -huh. uh a set of trading cards, uh, like a, a a thing that unfolded and had like a wooden beer bottle opener and all that. And like at one point, my parents were doing their like, uh, we don't need all this clutter. And they were just going to throw away. And I was like, I'll keep this shit. And then years and years and years later, my dad's building out a bar. Right. And like, uh, and this is the same goes for my mom's Scooby-Doo shit too. She was like, I don't need this anymore. So I took it because she was just going to get rid of it. And he's building out this bar and he was like, he's just sitting there and he was like, you know, that framed picture of the Marlboro man. I was like, you want that shit back? Don't you? I was like, you, you want it back? It was garbage a few years ago. And then same with my mom. My mom was like, oh, I'm doing some Scooby-Doo stuff. You wouldn't happen to like, yes, I saved every last piece of it. It's in my closet. What do you need? Because Logan holds on to shit like a pack rack. I don't, I don't know. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can. We talk about Marlboro. I don't know if I can. Let me pull the curtain back and see if you can see it. Can nice. you see that? Marlboro sign right there. 
Oh yeah. Right the there. one with the red behind it. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. So uh that is uh from uh, the Atwood store. When my dad used to own that store, him and his partner, they were both Bob's, so they called it Bob's Quickway. And that was the tin sign that was hung on the outside that said Bob's Quickway. Well, obviously, you know, he got out of that, they sold it off. Other people bought it, you know, it's years and years. And I ended up knowing the girl who was working there when they finally closed the convenience store down. And she called me and because I had mentioned that sign was still on the side of the building. And she called me and she's like, hey, listen, I talked to the owner. Um, He understands that uh, that was your dad. This is obviously years after he's passed away. Yeah. He goes, we understand that was your dad. He said, if you want that sign come and get it that's awesome and i looked at your dad and i said what you doing <laughs> and he goes we're going to get a sign i'll go fuck yeah we are yeah, so I him remember. and me chiseled that thing off the side of the fucking building and it has hung in this studio uh ever since so yeah i remember you used to be able to see there was other signs up there with it because when you're walking on that shitty atwood uh sidewalk, sidewalk it was yeah. all fucked up you you'd see him on the side of the building yep out there by uh, Doozy's. Fuck, do I miss some Doozy's flatbread pizza, man? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I oh, think wow. somebody lives there now. I don't think that even exists as a restaurant anymore. Oh, yeah. Doozy's closed down before we even left Atwood. Yeah. Uh, I remember as a kid walking across the street from that store and, and just getting breakfast or lunch. Oh, yeah. That was a treat. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I'd play the Popeye's art, the Popeye arcade game in there. Uh, get a flatbread pizza and then walk down to that, like that silo grain place. I think it was like a feed store. I don't remember what it was. Right. And they have a Mountain Dew machine out there. Yep. That was the hardware yeah. store. Yeah. And that, that, fucking, that guy is still there. Yeah. That he Mountain is Dew still going still strong. Yeah. The Mountain Dew machine is still there. Yeah. yeah, I know. Cause that's the only way I could get Mountain Dew. Cause my parents wouldn't let me have Coke and stuff. Other than when I was at Ant Choices. Right. Well, shouldn't and let so, you have Coke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it was a different kind of Coke. He's the Yeah. But I hey, go speaking, down there with uh, quarters. Speaking of, have you heard the uh, Northern Indiana news as of last weekend? They fucking finally break down and uh, make coke legal. <laughs> exactly. Finally, they <laughs> shut down all of the Penguin Points. They closed them the fuck down. Yeah, my uh, Wally bucks. Yeah, your Wally bucks are fucked yeah. now. <laughs> hey, I forgot about the Wally bucks. Yeah. Maybe you can go exchange Fuck. it for one of their ice cream machines since you're yeah, technically no owed. That's what somebody needs to go get. One of y'all need to load up and go see if you can score a fucking penguin point fucking marquee. Well, no, from they don't ever work, man. <laughs> well, he says a marquee. We need a marquee. Yeah, yeah go get uh, you a penguin point marquee before they're yeah. all fucking gone because they're just going to trash them. Uh, that's true we got to keep that in mind i was uh i was by two uh two different stores today and uh they're yeah it says up release uh they still got all the flash outside i can't remember the plymouth the the one that uh is down there on old 30s you're going out of town uh all that's still up because the 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 marquee actually still says reopening. <laughs> yeah, now uh, hiring. I'd fucking snag one of them fuckers before they're gone. Forever. I think the Plymouth one, which is what I went by today, I think it's it's pretty well stripped down. I don't think there's anything left, but I have to check out the other ones. I'll be yeah. down through there tomorrow. I'm sure they caught the fortune to try 
try to grab one. A lot of those places you get just caught, it'll cost a fortune uh, for yeah. lawyers. First, yeah, that's first and foremost. But a lot of those places are just literally told to trash it all. So they yep. really, a lot of them don't give a shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, it never hurts to ask. That's how I ended up with a fucking sign for the spirit Halloween Kung Fu. Yeah, that's thing. that's pretty fucking badass, too, by the way. Yeah, I just talked to the lady and she was like, uh, I, I showed her the the thing I did for Tusop where we got spirit to Halloween to reply to it. And she uh-huh. was like, if you want it, just like that lady told you, she's like, come get it. Yep. And I peeled that. I'm so used to peeling stickers off toys and stuff. I've got a technique. I got that shit off her windows so smooth without leaving anything on it. She gave me a fucking free tea before I left. She was like, here you go. Nice. If you ever, if you ever want to come peel one of these off and get a free tea, just uh, let me know. And I was like, oh, no shit. I'll come down here and get, <laughs> Hey, yeah. listen, I need to get out of here. Yeah. Hey, you, I mean, I can go. You guys can sit and bromance out if you want. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would. You guys gotta have me come back sometimes. I'd love to talk some eighty shit with y'all. All we will. Right. We'll uh, we'll figure way. something out. Uh, and uh, you're short of being born in it, but uh, I definitely live it to the day to day. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. It was a well, lot of fun I then. Jeremy, and you'll hear this in the podcast tomorrow. I think that me and you should do a podcast. What I what I call it the F word or the F bomb. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> me and you are about the only ones that really say fuck on a constant basis. Yeah, I just <laughs> nonstop. I was listening to guys with issues today, and they were uh, talking about uh, how explicit stuff makes uh, the Ben or not Ben. Uh, is it is it Ben? I, I mix up their names. The one that did our intro for us, Chris. Uh, Chris. 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 How it makes Chris uncomfortable? And then they were talking about the improper use of cuss words, and I was like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> if only you guys knew me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you doing an episode of Guys with Issues? Uh, they talked to me about it. They they sound like they wanted me to come over to do one for uh, Power Rangers comic book, but uh, it will, it's yet we'll to see. be set. We'll see. Those guys have such a massive fucking backlog. Yeah. To where like it, even if I did record one, it probably wouldn't be till like uh summer that it would pop up. Because right on. The, the episode they dropped this week is them talking about uh, buying a van in the middle of uh, summer and it being nice outside. And I'm like, eh, it's a little far off. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They with their work schedules and families and stuff like that. They they started recording early and they've just got this giant backlog and they keep kind of plugging away at it. And it, it's interesting because they uh, they patch in their emails and stuff and he does a great job you can't tell it you just i mean you got to know it to to be able to tell it but yeah it works out pretty good yeah, all right awesome. all right well i gotta get out of here logan thanks for joining uh the golden 80s podcast yes check, thank you check that one off the list uh what's left for you you got to get on uh golden image and you need to get on Indiana Chiefs fans. I don't never happen because you you don't do sports ball. I don't. I don't <laughs> sports ball. I, I <laughs> hey, I have a on my phone. I've got an app that lets me know when they're playing, so I know how it's going. And everything, so it pops up. That's as much sports ball I do. If it's not hockey, I don't really give a shit. Understandable. Have I get you it. done a quarter book of booze? Not a quarter books of booze. Yeah. Yeah, I would be more likely. Uh, see, I'm too. I'm too explicit to be on uh, milk and cookies, and then I'm too <laughs> illiterate to be on the main one. Yeah, if they want to crack cookies open, are the only ones I can listen to. I listened I to the Goosebumps one the other day, and it was awesome. I love Goosebumps. But uh, did you like the new show? Yeah, no, we're we're current. Like my thing was is I thought that I thought that fucker was done like two weeks ago. Right. Like it, the uh, the episode seemed like a season finale, and then like I read a thing like new episode out. I'm like what the fuck? 
But no, uh-huh. I'm digging it. I like Justin Long though. He's good yeah. and everything. He's he's, he's doing a great job. I'm actually completely current with that one myself. Bobby's like, hey, new episode come out. Come on, watch it. I'm like, I got fucking work to do. She goes, really? I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm digging it. So yeah, we're up to date on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like it, and it's really cool to go back and listen to that milk and cookies with the uh, the the goosebump episode they did. Yeah, and then to actually sign and see it get portrayed in this new series and it's like uh, okay i get it i'm, yeah, I'm down it's, it's also cool listen to a little kid's perspective on it and like how he's talking about how he's like this one was a little too scary so i don't know and you're just right. like oh nice well i actually uh when we were driving he was with me over the weekend and and uh he's like yeah grandpa we should listen to a podcast and i'm like really which one do you want to listen to and he goes uh you know let's listen to um a quarter books and booze and i'm like well i don't want to get into the big books let's listen to your episode and we brought that one up and i was talking to him as as we're listening i said listen you're you're focused you're on the mic you sound great this is what you should do when you every time you record and he's like yeah 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 <laughs> so we were just kind of working it over but it, it was interesting it was extremely interesting to set with him and listen to him on him you know what i'm saying yeah talk about him so it was fun we enjoyed it so we listened to we listened to that one twice <laughs> yeah my well, kids my, don't even know what my real job is like they uh <laughs> they, they can't tell you for that but like they talk about podcasting they're like oh daddy's got to go to work he's got to go podcast i was like i wish that's where i was fucking going right now kid yeah. <laughs> so that's my kid my wife and my kid they think i'm crazy because i i will you know of course i re-listen to the golden eighties when it drops. Right, right. Like, why do you listen to a podcast that you already know what they're going to say? Because I'm that damn good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a, you have a good time doing it. Why not, you know, go back yeah. and listen to it and you have a good time. Well, listening yeah, to I'm it like, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's. Listen, uh, not only do I record it when we drop it, I edit it. Yeah. And then I listen back to it when it, when it comes out. And it's like, I think I do it so I can hear, if I missed anything, you know, it's like uh, you, that way you're making each episode better as you, as you go along. So I think that's a lot of the why I go back and listen to them. But, um, you know, I, if I didn't enjoy them, I wouldn't go back and listen to them. So I enjoy them. I enjoy all of them. I listen to all of them every day of the week. Same. Yeah. So, all right. We really do got to get out of here. Logan. Thanks, man. Yes, sir. Uh, I will talk to you soon. Uh, because uh two stops the other side is coming uh you know soon so next week yeah yeah, we need to figure that out um frankie as always thank you uh our listeners thank you if you like this uh give us a shout out golden the golden image 80s at gmail.com yeah let us know how we're doing and what you think also go check us out on goldenmojoent.com you can find a little snippet about me and frankie looking like fucking badasses back to back fucking uh lethal weapon style you know what i'm saying uh and of course uh our merchandise is on there under the merch store go check out and pick yourself up a fucking golden 80s hoodie it's pretty uh it's pretty dope bro (laughs) that's all i got um also if you like us we we've talked about them throughout this whole episode the uh rest of the podcast in the golden mojo empire which includes the call guys golden image podcast the united states of paranormal indiana chiefs fans murder nerds and a court of books and booze all of which you can find at golden mojo ent so go check it out 
Absolutely. All right. We're going to get out of here. We got to get out. (laughs) It's not going to work as much as I tried. I'm going to find a fucking 80s tagline to get me out of here. So in that words, I'm going to bounce. Or fucking smell you later. (laughs) Later. Later. See ya.